Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 12th, and we have completed week 27 of 2021. This week, I'm coming to you from Los Angeles. It's been a good few weeks of travels, and I'm happy to report that travel is indeed returning. The planes are full, airports are buzzing, and hotels are opening up more services. Be sure to get an insider's view under Perspectives and Insights at businesstravel360.com. As a reminder, Business Travel 360 is also on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio drop-in chat app that is available on both iPhone and Android. As it is in its beta stage, you need an invitation to get access to it. We would love to invite you as our guest. Check out all the details at businesstravel360.com slash clubhouse. We're live on Clubhouse every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UK time, and we're hosting a room to discuss all the updates in business travel. The cool thing about this is that you can bring your own updates We make the room interactive, full of discussions and comments. Get all the details at businesstravel360.com slash clubhouse. Now, let's get to our headlines. It was just magical. Those are the words of billionaire entrepreneur Richard Branson, whose dream of space travel was realized, and celestial tourism took a leap forward on Sunday as Virgin Galactic's rocket ship reached the edge of space during a historical flight from Spaceport America. Richard Branson and his crew experienced about four minutes of weightlessness before their space plane smoothly glided to a runway landing. Branson, who turned 71 this week, and a crew of two pilots and three mission specialists were carried to an altitude of more than eight miles by the aircraft VMS Eve, named after Branson's mother. The live video showed that the plane released between the mother's ship's twin fuselages using rocket power to fly to the boundary of space more than 50 miles above Earth. Virgin Galactic has plans for two more test flights before commercial service is expected to begin in the year 2022. The company says that more than 600 people have already signed up for flights at an estimated $250,000 per person. Meanwhile, back on Earth, American Airlines said it carried nearly three times as many passengers over the July 4th weekend than it did during the holiday last year, the latest sign that travel in the United States is continuing to rebound from pandemic lows of 2020. Americans said that it carried nearly 2.7 million passengers on more than 26,000 American and American Eagle flights between Thursday and Monday. The airline did not provide comparisons against 2019, but the TSA screened 10.1 million travelers in the same five-day period, down 17% from the same time in 2019. The figures have been improving every single month. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The United Kingdom this summer will allow fully vaccinated travelers from the U.S. and other countries that are on U.K.'s AMRO list to avoid quarantine. The measures will be introduced in phases, starting with UK residents, and will begin later in the summer, according to the UK government, adding that a firm date will be announced next month. At the same time, it will remove the guidance that people should not travel to amber countries. The government said it will offer further details next month, including how the rules will apply to those who are unable to be vaccinated.
A group of 24 trade organizations is asking the U.S. government to reopen to international travel within the next two weeks in accordance with the policy of restricting travel only from the countries with the highest levels of COVID 19 transmission. The coalition, which includes GBTA, IATA, and the American Hotel and Lodging Association, is asking the government to ease restrictions by July 15th when it says that the U.S. will have achieved widespread immunity and sustained declines in infections and hospitalizations. Among the immediate steps for which the coalition is asking is opening travel between the U.S. and the U.K. The group cited a Mayo Clinic research that showed the likelihood of a person infected with COVID 19 boarding a flight from the U.K. to the U.S. was about 1 in 10,000. They also said that fully vaccinated travelers from non high risk countries, including members of the EU, should be able to enter the U.S. without having to take a COVID 19 test. The group estimates that travel restrictions from travelers between Canada, UK, and the European Union is costing the US economy about $1.5 billion in spend every week. The introduction of a green lane between Australia and Singapore has been delayed to the end of the year, according to Australia's tourism minister, Dan Tehan. The bubble between the two countries had been initially flagged to commence as early as next month, but due to the third wave of COVID 19, the plan has been put on ice in the short term. This is something that we want to continue to progress and it will be part of discussions. So when the time comes and we can get the medical experts to check off the boxes, Singapore still remains a potential next step when it comes to future travel bubbles. British Airways, Virgin Atlantic, and Heathrow Airport are launching a trial to fast track fully vaccinated travelers entering the country. The trial is intended to support the UK government's plan to allow those who have received a full course of vaccinations to enter from amber list countries without having to isolate or quarantine. The trial will involve travelers arriving to Heathrow on select BA flights from New York and Athens and Virgin flights from LA and Montego Bay. The trial, which will be voluntary, will be open to anyone who has received a full course of a WHO approved vaccine at least 14 days previously. The idea of the trial is to reassure governments that airlines and airports can check vaccine statuses upstream and away from the border, ensuring no further pressure on UK immigration halls. Those taking part in the trial will be able to use a dedicated arrivals lane at the border. On Thursday, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau told reporters that there are no plans to allow foreign tourists who are not vaccinated against COVID 19 to enter the country. I can tell you right now that it's not going to happen for quite a while, Trudeau said, when asked if there was any timeline to allow unvaccinated tourists in. While fully vaccinated citizens are able to return to Canada without quarantine starting this week, the vaccinated tourists are the next steps that we're looking at. Trudeau made it clear that non vaccinated tourists are not under consideration right now. Currently in Canada, according to Reuters, close to 80% of citizens 12 years and older have received at least one dose of the COVID 19 vaccine, and over 40% are fully vaccinated. <laughs> Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Travel Perk has acquired UK based travel management company Click Travel. The company announced its second TMC acquisition this year following its January purchase of US headquartered Next Travel. The deal is Travel Perk's first closing since getting a hundred and sixty million dollar funding round in April. The acquisition brings under the Travel Perk umbrella more than £300 million in annual business travel spend across more than 2,000 Click Travel clients, mainly small and mid sized companies, including Five Guys and Red Bull. 
All 150 of Click Travel's Birmingham-based staff will join Travel Perk, the company said. In the near term, Click Travel's business and platform will continue to operate independently under Travel Perk's ownership before Click Travel's clients eventually are migrated to Travel Perk, according to Travel Perk CFO. We're not in any hurry and expect the process to be slow and gradual. Canoe Travel, which had seven travel agencies and nine foreign exchange offices around the UK, has gone out of business. The company, run from Sheffield but with offices in London and Birmingham, reported losses of £421,000 on revenues of £5.3 million in 2019. It had both retail and corporate businesses but in recent years had been shifting its focus to the latter, which generated 87% of its revenues in 2019. The company said in its last annual return that as business had moved online, the fees and margins we make are smaller than the offline reservations we've done in the past. Do you love renting a car? Well, I do. And let me tell you why. Anytime I rent a car with National Rent-A-Car, I always have a great experience. Whether it's the ability for me to pick the car I want, and trust me, my needs always change depending on the city I'm at, depending on what I'm doing, who I'm traveling with, or how I feel that specific day. But beyond that, it's about the people. The people at National Car are one of the nicest and most customer service oriented people you'll ever meet. I have never met one that I did not love. And I know that love is a strong word, but that's how I feel. They're courteous, they're kind, they're always willing to take care of you. You can always ask them questions. I mean, that's the entire experience. When you rent a car with National, you're not just renting a car. That's how I feel, and you will too. Be sure to sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. And now in news relating to the return to travel. The U.S. hotel average daily rate for the week ending June 25th was just 4% below the rate for the same period in 2019. Occupancy was down 16% versus 2019, but metrics showed week-over-week improvements in each of the last three weeks of June. Though the American Hotel and Lodging Association and executives from major hotel companies in recent weeks have cited a hospitality labor shortage, the index shows steady improvement week over week. Hyatt Hotels has launched a new bonus journeys promotion that is valid for stays between July 20th and September 15th. With this promotion, World of Hyatt members will be able to earn triple points on all stays of two nights and more. Registration is required. Be sure to check out all the details at businesstravel360.com slash deals. With airlines eliminating alcohol in the skies, a group of experts say that this might be the best idea for the future. Between the way alcohol affects the body at high altitudes and dangers of drunk flyers, some believe that airlines shouldn't be serving alcohol at cruising altitude. As it stands today, the airlines are still split on whether or not they should serve alcohol aboard flights. While Delta Airlines is continuing to offer adult beverages, American Airlines and Southwest have stopped serving alcohol with no timeline on when they may return. Canadian budget airline Flair Airlines plans to re-enter the U.S. this winter with 21 seasonal routes. Flair plans to fly five routes each to Orlando and Las Vegas, four routes to Fort Lauderdale, and three routes each to Phoenix and Burbank. The seasonal routes are to operate between October 31st and March 26th. Currently, leisure travel between Canada and the U.S. is prohibited under COVID-19 restrictions. If you're planning to travel internationally in the next six months and you don't have a passport or your passport is set to expire during that time frame, you better hurry now 
and renew yours right away. Due to increased demand, a shortage of appointments, and delays with the U.S. Post Office, the State Department now says that those applying for a new or renewed passport should expect to wait up to 18 weeks for their document. The wait time drops to 12 weeks if you pay an extra $60 for expedited processing. The delays have taken travelers by surprise. There are several reasons for the delay. State Department offices were closed for several months last year during the worst of the pandemic, and some people decided to hold off on renewing their passport since most travel was on lockdown. Combine those factors with the resurgence of confidence in travel, and you get a big demand for passports. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 oh,